The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. As repeated drone interferences continued to cause delays and disrupt passengers' travel plans this year, Dublin Airport's call for the installation of anti-drone technology were answered. However, there seems to be some hiccup in the uh, operation of this equipment. For more on this, I'm joined now by retired Lieutenant Colonel and Airport Safety and Security Auditor Kevin Byrne. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, they have the equipment, so the technology is there. What's the problem? I suspect, I think I know what it is, because I had a conversation with a senior air traffic controller last week on this very matter, and he gave me an insight into what might be going on. As you know, we have been uh, a member of ICAO, the International Civil Aviation Organization, for many years. It's the UN body dealing with aviation. We, we've spoken on this before. And uh, they give us things called safety, or a big part in standards, and recommended practices. And there's lots of annexes. There are 19 annexes, one of which is Annex 17, dealing with security. And in that, there's a very great uh, section on unlawful awful interference with other people's aircraft. Basically, it's an offence. I suspect that people who think we can stop drones flying are uh, fearful that we'll be actually, uh, you know, transgressing parts of Annex 17 by, by interfering with somebody else's flying object because a drone is an unmanned aerial system, a UAS, but in this case, it's interfering with other people's lawful flying. It's, it's unlawful itself. So I suspect there are legal aspects of that. Mm. Even though I'm not a lawyer myself, I have studied air transport legislation and regulation, and this is an important factor. But look, this is a different circumstance than that. If it's, you know, this disgusting angels hopping on the, the head of a pin, yeah. we need to take action now. It's, it's also illegal to be flying drones in the vicinity yes. of the airport anyway, so uh, one would hardly f- be likely to be convicted of air piracy for bringing down something which was a danger to uh, civil aviation? Indeed not. But I don't get the urgency that we need. For example, we saved Ireland's banks at 3 o'clock in the morning, according to a cabinet report I read many years ago. So why is it taking so long? And there is another aspect to it, too, because of the equipment that they have supplied and, and purchased, and it's very good stuff, I have no doubt. Um, it will, I think, if it's the equipment I suspect they bought, they haven't put it on public show yet, it will knock down the signals received by this drone. We, we discussed before where somebody gets close to the airport perimeter, they set their drone on, on a course, either using a camera or, or a preordained GPS a navigation course, and it flies up and down. It's seen by those on the ground, and then it returns to sender. If you interfere with the signals of that, there's a problem apparently with uh, communications regulations, so their comrade people are involved in that. But again, I don't see why they could sit around the table one afternoon and thrashes out in a period of hours. Mm. Why is it taking so long? Easter weekend is approaching fast. Now, uh, what happens with this uh, drone? I mean, is this catch and kill? Uh, Does it destroy the drone, this new equipment, or simply interfere with it? And then, as you say, uh, any drone that loses signal from its operator, uh, you know, if you're flying it around the public park or whatever you might be doing, or halfway up the Wicklow Mountains, if you lose signal, because you don't want to lose your drone and the makers don't want you to lose your drone, it will automatically come back to the controller because it knows the GPS uh, position of the controller and it comes back. So is that an issue? If they cut off the signal, I mean, it might take a shortcut across the tarmac. 
Indeed, but but I think it does more than that. Um, indeed, I, I went out and fl- flew a drone. My brother has a couple of them, and I attempt to see what happens. And vast majority of drones have a default setting. If they lose the signal, in other words, it goes out of the line of sight, or they can't see the sender. In this case, an illegal drone pilot outside the airport. It it flies home. It's called return return to sender, basically, or return to base. But the equipment used to to stop this signal will in fact cancel that as well, because it won't receive the GPS signal it needs to fly home. Basically. Basically. So what you're doing is you're seizing this. The second default on most drones, though, and I'm sure it's true of the commercial ones or semi-commercial ones used to interfere with the airport, is that it lands vertically. So you're not destroying it. You are blocking the signal completely, swamping it with, uh, you, you know, radiations of various kinds. And it says, I don't know where I am. What will I do? I land because that's what it says. So you know, it'll just go the- straight down. Yes, and it'll do so under controlled conditions. It doesn't actually flop out of the sky. It does a perfectly good landing normally, so you seize the item then. Again, there could be questions about that. Comreg also want to see that the equipment used, because it's the first time in the Republic, does not interfere with anybody else's radiation, and that includes, you know, the normal VHF communications, the radars, all types of things that are required around the airport. So that has to be done. But again, Pat, surely we could do this in a matter of days. I suspect there's going to be half a million people on the four days of Easter trying to fly in and out. And what we're doing now is something very strange. We're putting up either a red flag or a white flag saying, hey, by the way, we have this equipment, but we can't use it. So don't bother. You know, don't worry about being caught. Is there an argument over who's to actually run this equipment? I mean, there was talk that the Gardaí would have to have control of it. I'm sure they don't want that extra task. So who's going to actually run this? Is it going to be a permanent installation on the roof of various airport buildings or is it going to be mobile? Well, now, this is the whole point. Uh, the point I made a couple of weeks ago, maybe, is the fact that whoever operates it needs to be available 24-7 at the airport because that's what the operation of aviation is, 24-7. They need to know every square metre of the airport, uh, you know, campus, as it were, and it has increased greatly with the, uh, you know, the introduction of the runway north. So these people should be permanent employees of the airport, and I think perhaps the fire crew are there because they're out and about on all of the airfield surface. They know exactly where things can be. They also would know where likely drone in you know intrusions might take place from and they'd be ideally equipped they also have mobile vehicles now putting on a building is a good thing but that's usually for you know places like the white house or courthouses or prisons or that kind of mm-hmm. thing there's a mobile version which would be you know on a four-wheel drive and that would be excellent for patrolling on an airport campus so i'm voting for the the use of the fire service even though they're busy enough uh, and they're very talented people and do a great deal of work I've, I've been with them when they're training and you know they mightn't want the extra task but somebody has to do it and they, they'd be, get my vote in the first instance. Kevin Byrne, retired Lieutenant Colonel, Airport Safety and Security Auditor. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.